The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How do you view your own success? Are you leading with compassion or are you considered ruthless? There is plenty of room for both types of leaders, but the best way to lead successfully is to balance boldness and integrity, using kindness and compassion to earn respect. Combine this with a go-getter, visionary, and aggressive drive to stay competitive. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks. We'll use the ideas heard today and in this series to help you use every advantage to achieve the best end result. Now, here's your host, Kathy Fairbanks. This is the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I'm your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and I am delighted to be with you on our inaugural show. If you have not heard of our guest, Kimberly Zink, the president and CEO of Clemmer & Associates, you are in for a treat. Let me tell you, grab a note-taking device or an old-fashioned pen and paper, and we will get started. One of the key things that I want to ask and discover in this show is, if you are attracted to lifelong learning, the key question is, how, how high are you willing to climb that ladder for your success? Today's guest is going to discuss the traits of a business term we call the compassionate samurai. Now, Kimberly Zink is the president of Clemmer & Associates, and she is an inspiring world-class facilitator, training tens of thousands of leaders worldwide. Kimberly, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kathy. I'm so excited to get to be with you. I am delighted to have you here. Now, I mentioned the term compassionate samurai. That wasn't a business term I studied in business school. Can you share with our listeners what that means, compassionate samurai? The concept itself was actually created by our founder, Brian Clemmer. And years ago, uh, much uh, earlier than leadership was the popular thing, 21 years ago, Brian um, felt that there were basically two, di two types of people. He noticed that there were the loving, compassionate, gentle, beautiful people that were had a heart for service, and they had a heart to give back and to take care of our fellow man. The problem that he realized is that they weren't getting their goals and dreams. Mm. They weren't creating abundance in their lives. And ultimately, they gave and gave and gave until there was no more and ended up alone a lot of times, bitter, and and sad. But he also realized that there was another type of leader out there. And those are the ones that were the uh, money-making, goal-setting. They were the ones that if you gave them a challenge, they were going to get it, and, and you never had to doubt it. Sure. They were the ones that made it happen. They dated the, the cheerleaders, and they, you know, they just had it all. Except... What he realized is that if you looked behind one of those types of leaders, albeit they may have been successful financially and in those types of means, but they left carnage. Mm. 
And Brian realized that part of his purpose on being on this planet, true leaders have both sides. It wasn't one or the other. And to become a warrior for what was good and right and to have a heart for service no matter what. And so our goal as an organization is to create Compassionate Samurai. Uh, I love that term. I love the philosophy behind it. It almost sounds like a way of life. It becomes a way of life, absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Now, I know the term leadership gets tossed around a lot in today's world. Share with us your definition of what a true compassionate leader is like. You know, I have a, a, a deep-seated belief that each and every person is a leader, no matter what, even if they do- deny being a leader. The difference is, is which way are they leading people? Mm. Are they leading them to heaven? Or are they leading them somewhere else? Ah, I see. That makes a lot of sense. Share with me so the listeners get an idea of your types of training. Uh, is it more of a lecture format and then some role playing? You pretend to be leaders in classroom. Is that how your training concepts are delivered? Actually, it's the opposite. We do very little lecture. Mm. Um, We do something called experiential learning. It's where you actually get to go in and start to discover and feel and touch and and see yourselves in action. People don't do what they're told, but they will do what they discover themselves. And we provide a forum for that. Wow, that sounds intriguing to me. Share, do you have a particular example or an exercise or module that you could um, share with the audience in, in terms of how do they get their goals? They, um, are all of your students the same, basically? None of our students are the same, which I think extends way past our organization. Um, everybody is different. And yet, we all have similarities. We all have connections. Mm. And you mentioned, you know, what is a great example? What we like to do is we like to utilize games and putting people into um, experiences where they discover, they see themselves in action. They get to reflect on how they actually behave. What are their deeper belief systems? Beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful. So diving deep, is there a particular application process that one would need to uh, apply to your trainings and say, hey, I'm, I'm in for it. I'm ready to become a compassionate samurai. What's your screening process look like? You know, we are an organization that is, is no one is left out. It doesn't matter. Everybody qualifies. But your first step is personal mastery. It's, mm. the, four, it's the first of our four Um, levels of seminar and it's where we learn I like to associate it to elementary it's where you learn your your letters and your numbers and all the foundational pieces of of life that sadly our parents weren't exposed to sadly a lot of people in our lives didn't know anything about Mm. you know how how to listen and how to make it a win-win and and how to, to shift experiences and how to take things very differently than the way we were exposed to them as children. And so Personal Mastery is our first level. It's two and a half days, and it is the kickoff for the ultimate compassionate samurai. 
I love that. It's starting to sound like you are a company that are outside of the box thinkers. I, I don't even know if you can spell the word box. <laughs> if you ask anybody, they know I cannot. I love so it. So it works. I love it. Fantastic. <laughs> Share with us some of the traits, um, some character traits that really would constitute that of a compassionate samurai. Are there traits that are more prominent and dominant than other traits that one would want to adopt? As our organization, Brian, um, our founder, put in place 10 traits, the first one being commitment. He truly believed that without commitment, uh, nothing would occur, nothing could be created. And it's one of those areas that as a society today, um, true commitment, commitment with follow through, commitment with, with action sadly isn't done much. Mm, I see that. People say that, hey, I'm committed until something happens, right? It gets too hard. The circumstances, um, things start to look different. Sure. And commitment goes out the window. Right, right. I think about that in terms of teamwork as well. It can be as simple as, hey, I'm committed. I'm all about team until you start messing with my budget. Have you seen that happen in organizations? Sadly, more times than I, I want to admit to. Okay. When, you start, when you start taking away people's comfort zones, when you start removing their recognition or their need for attention or whatever that might be, commitment to the greater vision can disappear in a heartbeat. And Brian was adamant that when you're in, you're in. And you go until, until there is no more. I see. Well, what's the price companies and individuals would pay for not adopting this compassionate samurai mindset? What's that price? You know, I think you can call it Enron. I think you can call it bankruptcy. I think mm. you can call it divorce. I think you can call it any, any of those tragedies that we have experienced. We can call it 9-11. When we don't adopt principles that are serving the greater good mankind, we all pay the price. It's not just one person. Ah, that's very true. Yeah. And we're all suffering from that carnage. And it doesn't have to be that way. That's very clear. It does not have to be that way. Beautiful. Wonderful. Now, I know I'm invited, and I know you are, too. Uh, we've had the pleasure of knowing each other just about seven years, mm -hmm. and it's been a sheer delight. Um, and what I know is we are constantly invited to other seminars. And I want to hear, when we come back from break in just a few moments, what I would love to hear is what's so special about the Clemmer and Associates style of seminar and training, because there's a sticky factor that comes to play in your seminars that I have never experienced anywhere else in the world. And I've gone to a lot of trainings. I've been blessed coming from the financial services world with a lot of how-to training, a lot of technical training. And the minute I walked into your seminars, I knew I was in for a different kind of roller coaster ride, and I wanted my seatbelt on really tightly. So let's do this. We're going to take this out on a break. We're going to come back and start talking about the stickiness factor that a compassionate samurai training has to offer. Beautiful. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. 
Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. Great leaders today have certain capabilities that set them apart. These leaders have discovered transformational leadership. Now you can discover the same ideas, insights, and programs that have led them to success. Inside Transformational Leadership, hosted by Kate Ebner, is produced by Georgetown University's Institute for Transformational Leadership. We'll explore these stories and concepts every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I'm your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and we have a very special guest today, Kimberly Zink, who is a world-class facilitator specializing in leadership and character development training. We, we went to break and we were talking about the stickiness factor of this type of work and what a compassionate samurai mindset is. That compassionate samurai mindset is one of a warrior-like mindset that marries it up with compassion to produce extraordinary results in the business world. I know these seminars through Kimberly's training have an amazing stickiness factor. Kimberly, share with us why that stickiness factor is so powerful throughout your training. What makes us different than a lot of organizations, and, and hear me, it's not better or worse, it's different. Mm. What we do is we're not lecture-based. Yes, we give you information, but then we put you into an opportunity where you get to experience yourself in action. It's so simple for us as human beings when someone tells us, this is what you're doing wrong, this is where you're not showing up, you know, all of those types of things, to literally dismiss and we don't grow. And so what we've done as an organization is we've created these opportunities for people to experience themselves. You know, it's as if 
you were born with a dark set of sunglasses on. Let's say green. Okay. And there's a ton of green in this studio, so it's perfect. Wonderful. Um, With a dark green set of sunglasses on. Now, if you were born with these sets of sunglasses on, and you've had them on your whole life, odds are, no matter what anybody says or does, no matter how much you pay for a training, no matter how many times you go, no matter what, you're not going to shift behavior because you have no other view besides this green experience. I see. All right. And so what we do is we actually put you into an opportunity where you have you get to discover and be a detective and see yourself in action. How am I reacting to this? Where am I taking this? What am I making this mean? And just for a moment, just for that split second, those glasses, you lower them just a tad bit, and you see that the world is not green, mm. that there are actually different colors out there. And in that discovery, you have a revelation. Got it. And you take it from a head level into a heart level. You realize that it isn't about what people need to tell you. It's about what you get to discover and then what you get to do with that. So really what you're talking about is a journey of introspection and self-discovery. Is it the case where, I don't know, if you have 100 people in your seminar, are they all experiencing that same revelation? Never. Why? Because we're all wearing different sets of sunglasses and multiple sets of sunglasses. Because remember, Mm. we're talking about belief systems that we developed as very small children. And they were things that we picked up from our parents. They were things that we picked up in our church community. They were things that we picked up from brothers and sisters. You know, abuse or neglect, uh, opportunities of fortune or misfortune. And we took on these belief systems 99% of the time, unknowingly. I see. All right. That makes a lot of sense. And so is that why, if if, let's say you have a team, you bring a corporate program into into the fold here, Mm -hmm. and you have a team where if there's 100 team members, you know you're going to have 100 different opinions. And how is it that you're able to engage and empower a team to really adopt the goals that a leadership uh, team has to offer. If they're polar opposites of their leader, where is it that your work specifically helps put everybody on that same route, life raft together? The beauty is in personal mastery, we're giving you life, um, life tools, tools that you get to use um, together. We work on communication. We work on personality styles. We work on discovery and being that detective. We work on things such as, you know, shifting the meaning and reframing things. Mm. We work with, once you have a revelation, now you're open to more revelation. Mm. And as an organization, once you have this revelation that you were completely unaware of prior to, you now become aware of the fact that if you had that revelation, if you have a belief system, that others will as well. And through that knowledge, through that experience, you have more compassion. You have more empathy for other people. You have the choice to actually move away from the situation far enough so that you can see how somebody else might see it. And you accept this term of of belief systems and sunglasses and realize that we all have them. It's not necessarily that 
that we can't agree. It's that once that revelation is made, we have so many more opportunities and possibilities to agree and move forward on our goals and dreams. All right, I'm going to ask the obvious question. Are these slow incremental changes or is this work an opportunity to accelerate the growth within an organization or individual? And if so, how? Well, I believe in an instant, once you have that revelation, everything now has the opportunity to change. Opportunity to change. It may not change. Right, because we're human. Got it. And, and change is scary no matter who you are. Getting outside that comfort zone is scary. You know what your comfort zone is. You know what first base feels like, looks like, tastes like. You know what to expect when you get in, up in the morning on how your kids are going to behave. You know what it's like from your 9 to 5. You know what it's like to turn on your TV at the end of the day and watch your, you know, your recorded shows or your, your missed sportsing, you know, sure. sports things. What this does is, is it takes you out of the norm. Mm. And I'm going to tell you, that's not always easy. But the beauty is, is now it's possible. Because now, being that detective, they can see how it can look different. How they can get out of that comfort zone and go for their goals and dreams. That it's possible. In my heart, what Revelation does is it gives us hope. I love that. Now, is there one particular type of business or individual where if they show up, um, let's say their business is spiraling down or they've been status quo and they've never hit that double-digit growth in their entire existence, or let's say it's a company that is on that high, fast-track growth, what's your favorite kind of customer to work with? Every one of them. Every one. Every one. You know, I have been blessed. I have sat in front of of students who literally have 83 cents in the bank. Mm. Their marriages are on the rocks. Their kids are hooked into drugs. And literally, they have nowhere else to go but up. And I've also had the privilege of sitting in front of billionaires and working with them. And do you know, because we're human... Just because we're successful in certain arenas of our lives does not mean that we have all of life figured out. You mean we don't get to arrive? I, I hear you get to arrive. It's just after you've gone home. There you go. Yeah. There yeah. you go. All right. Beautiful. Well, I am certainly excited for our listeners. They are in for more information and more abundant thinking. I want to take on the subject of scarcity. All right. So is this training all all about making money? Is that what this company, Clemmer & Associates, is about? Well, I will tell you, coming from a mother of, of three kids, I started out really young and I was very poor. I, I know what it's like to sit in front of that 83 cent bank account because that was mine too. I can remember hoping that when I put my infant in the car seat or in the stroller and we walked to the grocery store because I didn't have a car, hoping I found enough change that I could buy my son formula. I know what that's like. So are we about making money? 
Absolutely we are. Why? Because it makes more fun. You can have more things. You can do more things. And guess what? You can feed more people. You can contribute at a higher level. The, the scarcity is, is the fact that you think that this body is all that there is. Finance, you can do so many things with. Brian used to tell me the most selfish people on the planet are people that don't value money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get it either, Kathy. I got to tell you. I'm like, no, Brian, I'm about contribution. Right. Not about money. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I would have never hired you, Kimberly, if I had known that about you first. And I said, okay, sir, I think you have mistaken. You were not mm-hmm. listening to me, sir. And he said, Kimberly, here's the thing. If you don't get that you can give all the time in the world away, but if you can't, Give to a child that's standing in front of you that is starving and you can't feed them, you're not a person of contribution. Ah, uh, ouch. Yeah, yes. Talk about a slap in the face in sure. a wake up call. Sure. But here's what I want you to hear money is an important element, and we are all about family. Clemmer and Associates is dedicated to family as well as business. And so we work with relationship. We work with communication. We work with the depths of who you are so that you can have more rich and vivid and exciting experiences in relationship. Because all business, no matter what you're making, selling, or doing, is ultimately based in relationship. And so we work with relationship and, yes, money, and time and discipline in the in the traits of that compassionate samurai that we were talking about. I love that. So what I'm hearing from you is when people usually hear about scarcity, they go straight to the money aspect of it. Mm. And you're taking on much more than scarcity of money. You know, I've coached I've coached billionaires now, I've coached multiple millionaires, and what I've realized is that yes, they may be successful in one area of their life, But I'm going to tell you, a lot of those people who have truly stepped into creating success in finance may not necessarily have that same thing in relationship. I've seen a lot of broken families who have a whole lot of money but don't have a whole lot of love. I see. And that's heartbreaking. There's no doubt about it. And that's scarcity. Yes. That makes sense to me. What I'd like to do is get an example of some of the results you have seen the corporations, organizations, and individuals that have gone through your training. What are some of the results that they've been able to take from point A and get to a point, point B where they've taken on life like no kidding? What are some examples of successes with your students? I love sharing their wins because I'm going to tell you what, they are magnificent. Um, We have a teen program, and we had a young man who literally went from being in a gang selling drugs and running guns to after attending our program, changed his entire existence. He went back home to his family. He started working at his local church. He started ministry. And now he's in our United States military. He is stationed in Africa. He has a beautiful wife, a child now, and he lives this life of the compassionate samurai based on simple exposure to the sets of sunglasses that were running him. I've seen people who have gone from past the point of bankruptcy to being millionaires. Mm. I have seen marriages that have been in place for 20 and 30 years that they were coming to a brutal end. And they've used the Clemmer um, tools 
and opportunities and experiential learning, and they're happy again. They've rediscovered why they fell in love that first day. Wow, I love hearing that. If this resonates with a listener, how will the listener find out more about this training that you offer worldwide, actually? Where do they go to find out more information? Well, we have a website, of right. course, uh, clemmer.com. We also have um, an 800 number that you can call in and get more information on that. And give us a call. Uh, we love, we have some of the most amazingly talented communicators in our office, and they will help answer any question that you have. Even if literally you just want someone to talk to about this stuff, call our office. You will get so much um, love, compassion, empathy, and empowerment that uh, it'll be worth your time. That's exciting. Well, we're going to go to break now. Let's take a short break. And when we come back, I want to hear more about your personal journey and how you applied these tools to go from single mother of three to running a multi-million dollar company in a short period of time. Exciting. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network if you hear a dog barking or an angel singing then you know that you are listening to waking up in america heard every wednesday at three pacific time valerie kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential adventure is always a must on waking up in america with valerie kirkard every wednesday at three pacific is your business model robust enough In today's ever-changing business environment, leaders are working to transform themselves and their business. Tune in to Business Reinvention with your host, Nancy Lynn, for insights on emerging trends and business innovations to help you stay ahead of the game. You'll learn from stories of inspiration, innovation, and forward thinking. Listen for Business Reinvention live every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Does your business, like many, face obstacles to becoming successful? Would you love to have an open forum of entrepreneurial ideas and best practices brought to you each week? Tune in for The Second Stage with hosts Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. We'll spotlight entrepreneurs and growing companies that are creating a vibrant economic base, as well as addressing some of the obstacles that could be standing in the way of your success. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. 
Welcome back. This is Kathy Fairbanks, your grateful host of the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour, where we're learning all kinds of great information from Kimberly Zink. And this is information that you can listen to right now and put into practice today in your life to help climb in your journey of success. Kimberly, I'd like to dive a little bit deeper because I want to showcase some of the tools that your company offers. And about, what, 12 years ago, you were a single mother of three and had some significant health challenges. Share with the, with us a little bit of your sets of sunglasses, your belief systems on who you were then, and your journey of discovering, surviving, and now thriving. Thanks, Kathy. I um, I have had an opportunity uh, in my lifetime to overcome a lot, and I don't think that it's any more, any less than anyone else. I think the the opportunities that I've been given as far as, you know, I, I went through sexual abuse for 12 years of my life. I was gang raped when I was 15, pregnant by 16, two kids by 19, single mom. You know, a lot, as Kathy mentioned, I've had some some traumatic health experiences, brain tumor. I'm actually given less than a year to live. And I was blessed when someone said to me, hey, now that you are going to live, Kimberly, and, and your health is turned around, do you actually want to have a life? Wow. Yeah. Now you're going to live. Do you want to have a life? Isn't that a line? That's an invitation out of your comfort zone, isn't it? It, it, it was. I didn't even have a comfort zone. I was mm. just miserable. I was just miserable in my life. Mm. And in that moment, I went to what we call a champion's workshop. And Brian Clemmer happened to be there, which we have multiple facilitators that go all over the world and do these three-hour tasters, we like to call them. Okay. And I, I listened to this man, and I said, what if? What if he has a clue? And I pursued all of the levels of K&A. Mm. But some of the things that I've utilized most in my life are something we call fact-meaning. Okay. I actually, it, that's what my book is based in, is fact meaning. Okay. Because many of us, when we're exposed to a situation, a circumstance, our automatic beliefs, our sets of sunglasses that we developed as a very small child, take over. And we assign meaning to things, not based on necessarily what we want it to be or what it even actually is. We don't even do it on, based on truth. Okay. We do it based on what we've learned from others, what we've experienced, what society expects. Mm -hmm. And I fell into that wholeheartedly. Sure. How could you not? Absolutely. I did it because I didn't have these tools. Mm. I didn't know I had a choice. And so after being exposed to these tools and choosing into utilizing them and know that just because people have tools does not mean they're going to use them. They've got to be invested as well. And um, as, as a child that went through a lot of different traumatic events, um, I chose victim. I chose victim in a lot of different ways. I hid from my greatness. I didn't believe I deserved anything good. That's a topic. That's a whole nother show topic, exactly. right? Deserving and self-worth. Exactly. But what I learned uh, through 
Clemmer and Associates and the tools that they offered was that I deserved a different life, but it was up to me to shift that. Now, I knew I couldn't go back in time. Okay. I couldn't undo any of the things, any of the mistakes that I had made. And trust me, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Okay. I am not a perfect individual. I am not a guru. I use these tools daily, and I still need more practice. I love that. That's lifelong learning, though. It is, and I, I promise you, there's nothing perfect about me, but I'm going to tell you what I am good at is taking something that at one point I made mean something really negative, really limiting, really sad, mm. and removing, removing the old and implanting the new meaning. Because mm. the truth is, the truth is only what I believe the truth is. Sure. Can you give us a specific example uh, where you had a fact about your life and how you repositioned what it used to mean and what it means for you today? You know, a classic example for not only myself, but with the divorce rate being what it is today. A classic example would be, as a child, if your parents get divorced, you can make it mean that you weren't good enough, Mm. that you caused all of this, that love isn't real that um, people don't stay committed. Nobody stays together. There's lots of different meanings that we make. Um, for me, I, I always believed that I was a problem, that I was, I was too much to handle because of all of the other things that went on in my life. And we know from research, you're not the only product of divorce who felt that way. Exactly. And so after I learned these tools... I actually had the ability to step back and look at the situation, not from a place of, I wasn't good, I wasn't a good enough kid, or, you know, if I had been better, my daddy would have stick around, or any of those things. What I chose to make it mean at that point in time is that my parents, being who they were, decided to make a decision to give them both freedom to go out and find the things in life that were going to make them happy. Wow, that's a very healthy meaning compared to your old meaning. And in doing so, they exposed me to their happiness when they when they were willing to walk away from, from this situation. Mm. And so I got to see that, you know what, yes, sometimes we make commitments and we do things and, and they don't always work out. But that doesn't mean that it's all over or that it's anybody's fault. I see. That you can have joy after a mistake. Mm. Because God knows I've made a lot of them. And if I didn't know that that joy was coming next, it would be a pretty sad life for all of us. I understand that. You mentioned you have a new book coming out. I do. And I love the title of this book. I'd love for you to share that with the listeners today. And give us a sneak peek of what's going to be in that book. And what are some of the practical tools that our listeners are going to be able to apply in their life once they have an opportunity to read your book? Well, the title is, and, and I, I had a dream about this, so mm-hmm. of course, um, I, in my dream, I was sitting next to a, a bank of water, and I was, remember when we were little girls, Kathy, and you had the daisies? Oh, yes. And you would pull a petal off when mm-hmm. you were in love, and you would go, I, he loves me, he loves me not. Oh, and, yes. You know, remember, and we used to giggle and play and have so much fun. Well, that was my life, I realized, mm. that I was sitting on the sideline in my life. And as these different things occurred, these different circumstances, these different people um, participated in my life in in not always positive ways. Mm. Um, 
that I made it mean that I either did love me, you know, if I had enough money in the bank, if I was, you know, the choice of, you know, the the football player, if I was the teacher's favorite, if I was the most popular, then I loved me too. Ah, conditional. All right, I'm hearing it. But on those days where nobody liked me, where I made mistakes, where I fell flat on my face, or when people disapproved of me or I wasn't accepted, I too no longer loved me. Mm. And so this book is literally a recapping of my life, and it's done in a really cool way because it's, I, I tell two stories of the exact same circumstance, the exact same event. So fact meaning. That's, that's the foundation of everything. And in that, um, I tell the story, and I, I get into all the details. So it's not going to be an easy read for everybody because it's real. Sure. You know? And we, I tell the story from the victim set of sunglasses that I wore, that, that life was done to me, that I had no control, that, um, that it was my fault, and that I deserved it, and, and all of those, those beliefs. Mm. But the beauty is, is I, I um, bring out all the facts in that story. And then I take those same facts and I tell a different story. But it's the story that the I love me story. Mm. And I tell it from responsible. I come from that place of, no, I did not create abuse. Hear me, folks. Did not create abuse. It was not my fault that I was raped. It was not my fault that I was beaten by my ex-husband. It's not about shame, blame, and guilt. What I am responsible for, however, is the person I become now that those events have occurred. Sure. How do I utilize them? How do I leverage them? Do I leverage them to keep me stuck and small and insignificant, which is the I love me not? Got it. Or do I use those same things? to inspire me, to move me, to keep me going forward. And luckily, because of the tools from Clemmer Associates that I was exposed to and I chose to take on, I tell the story from the I love me. Mm. And now it's about having a family and, and having a number 10 relationship. And hear me, it has not always been. I mean, my husband and I have been in this work together for 12 years, and we've talked divorce in this relationship. Mm-hmm. We've walked apart during our relationship and, and done our own things. And yet, these tools, because they're so foundational, allowed us to really work through mm. what most people will never get to work through. Sure. Sure. So that we could come back together and make it that number 10 relationship it is today. Our children are blessed for this work. We, you know, family vacations and, and finance. You know, I was $90,000 in debt when I started this journey. You know, and, and because of health issues and paying medical bills and, and all of those things. And today, you know, I'm a millionaire. And it's not because I'm smarter than anybody. It's mm-hmm. not. I promise you that part. It is not because I have any special gifting. It's because I was exposed to tools that I chose to use. Mm. And I surround myself with people who do the same. Wow. I have the pleasure of knowing you. Not only are you a millionaire, you're a happy and joyful millionaire. I am, Kathy. <laughs> and not, not everybody with that kind of money in their bank account can walk around and say, I have joy in my life. 
And you make a difference in this world. Every That's day. powerful. Every powerful. day. Well, what we're going to do now is take a little bit of a break. And then when we come back, I want to hear more about Kimberly Zink and Crystal Zelmer, yeah. who are the owners of Clemmer & Associates, and how they've built a team of compassionate samurai where every team member shows up to work every single day, not from a place of compliance, but from a place of commitment. They walk their talk, again, never perfection, but striving to be better and better every single day. Stay tuned for more. Do you know how to tell a great story? In business, the stories you tell play a big role in your success. Whether you're trying to get more clients or influence people as a leader, storytelling will help you do it. Story Powered with Leanne Pico is here to help you activate your storytelling superpower to build a better business and achieve your goals and dreams. Story Powered can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying, but when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune in to Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increase margins, listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Business. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. We're back, and I'm your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and this is the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. We have our guest with us, Kimberly Zink, and she is the author of a brilliant book called I, I Love Me, I Love Me Not. So, Kimberly, share with us, right before we went to, be- went to break, you were able to talk about your book. Where can our listeners go to find your book? Clemmer.com. Super simple, K-L-E-M-M-E-R.com. Uh, we have it up on the website. It's actually being pre-sold right now. I'm always upping the intention. And, uh, and it more... Uh, uh, it's super simple to get it there, and, and there's so many more tools that when you go into our shopping cart, you'll find all types of things. Definitely grab a whole bunch of stuff. Wonderful. I noticed that on your website, you have something called 52 Weekly Leadership Lessons, and that's just a brilliant gift that you give your listeners. Can you share with me a little bit about what does that 52 Leadership Lessons consist of? Well, it's beautiful content, and it was actually created by Brian. And um, what it is is every week, it's an opportunity for you to sit down, whether you're sitting down with people in your organization and you're utilizing you know, chapter one, it's a leadership tool that is already designed for you. It gives you the front. It gives you the back. It gives you more information, and you can utilize it 
not only with your peer groups, not only with the people that you manage, but a lot of times I've sat down with my children throughout the years and said, okay, you know, as a family unit, we're going to need to be on the same page if we are going to be successful. And I've used one of the 52 leadership lessons, one per week, all year long, so you're never without, um, even with my children. It's, it's that powerful and yet that simplistic. I love that. I love that. One of the things that I want to address, because I've had an inside scoop here with the, the team at Clemmer, and you guys have a mascot. You guys call yourselves the Lion Pride. Tell our listeners, what does that really mean? What is this Lion Pride about? Brian, years ago, he, he, was, he was a funny guy, and he, he always used animals for leadership lessons. And, and you'll see that when you go to our website. And one of the things that he talked about were lions and tigers. And so anytime we would get together in a corporate setting, he would ask, you know, who is the newest person in, in the organization, and have you heard the lion, the lion and tiger story? And, um, you know, and it was always this really cool opportunity to get to hear it again. And so he would tell the story. If a lion and a tiger were in a face-off, which one would win? And, of course, it was basically a coin toss. None of us really knew. And yet, we would make guesses. And we would go, oh, well, maybe the lion. And, well, maybe it was the tiger. And he would say, well, actually, it's the tiger. And we'd go, oh, okay, wow, okay. Not even really understanding why. But then he would go on to say, but if you have a pack of lions and a pack of tigers and they fight against one another, who will always win? And now the tiger won earlier, so we're thinking, hey, a couple of tigers together, that would be the obvious answer. And actually, it was the opposite. Because tigers are eye-based. They're lone hunters. They're on the prowl themselves. Where in a lion pride, they fight together, they eat together, they live together. If they don't get along, if they don't work together, guess what? They starve. And so Brian was really adamant about us being a lion pride. And are tigers great? Yes, absolutely. And they're utilized in many areas. And with our organization, what I decided to do, along with Crystal, when we bought this organization from the family, is that we were going to be a lion pride. It wasn't going to be about a one face, a one wonder. It wasn't going to be about the I. It was going to be about the team. Because for us, we know that without each other, we don't win. And if as a team, we don't help support one another on the up days and on the bad days, guess what? We don't eat. And eating representing spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. And so we are committed to staying that lion pride. And yes, we've had some tigers come and go because they didn't fit in. It was more about the I. And, and we're okay with that. And we bless them. And there's a purpose for them. Our team, it's about the we. It's about all of us being the best we we can possibly be and leveraging the different skill sets and who can do what and who can bring what. And we utilize those strengths. And it makes it a lot more fun. 
Oh, it sounds like fun. I tell you, coming from corporate America, I've been yes. on teams with a bunch of tigers, and I've been on a few with lions, never like a Klimmer organization that really exudes the lion pride mentality. What a blessed organization you've created. Yes, Wonderful. that we've created. Yes, absolutely. You have. Yes, yes, yes. How can people get a little bit more about? You mentioned their, your first level class is called Personal Mastery, and you offer a champions workshop to provide mm-hmm. a little bit of a, a test drive or a teaser, uh, so they understand what's going on. Where would one go? And I want to talk about this incredible discount that you're offering listeners to for this two and a half day workshop. How do you go about that? And I know they need to use that code voice america the number one so voice america one where would where would you send people uh, who want more of this information again the website is always key um so going to our website and typing in voice america one what we've decided is that we want to make sure that you have an opportunity to call in on our 800 number it's 1-800-577- Five four four seven, and you can call in. You can ask questions, and we actually even have a money back guarantee. Tell us more about that. What's yeah. that mean? Um, we have a money back guarantee that if you attend all of the sessions for the two and a half days, and you truly feel that you've not created any value, we're the type of organization that we want you to have your money back. Because if we have not served you, we don't. We're not going to receive that that income. Wow, that's powerful. I've been to some seminars before where I left, and I was on a seminar high for a couple of days, and two weeks out, I couldn't tell you one single topic, item, or learning lesson from that seminar. So you have a a money-back guarantee around this work. We put our money where our mouth is. I love it. Fantastic. Share with us, what's the next big project taking on Klimmer & Associates? What do you have up your sleeve these days? Kathy, it's so much fun. Uh, you know, I love my life. It is so much fun because I get to meet people, one, from all over the world. Right now, we are invested in China, and mm. we have have some of the top military government officials that we're working, Fortune 50 companies in China that have wow. brought us in, and we're working with making them a cohesive, compassionate organization. Mm. And it's not stopping there. Uh, We were just in Sweden and we're going back next month. We have leads in Germany that we're fired up about. London just got back with me and we're headed over there soon. And so we we as an organization are, are global. Wow. Why? Because we're all connected. And if we can get on the same page with the win win We're all going to win. I love that. You are truly living your mission statement of creating bold, ethical leaders in a world that works for everyone with no one left out. How powerful is that? Well, I'm going to leave our listeners with a little bit of a homework assignment. Kimberly shared with us fact meaning. So I challenge you from this week to next week, come up with two areas in your life where you want to take on a fact And you want to have a monumental shift in what that means in your life. Don't let that stand in your way. Make that meaning, allow that meaning to give you juice and power for your success. Go ahead, take on your life and create a life that goes from ordinary to 
too extraordinary. Next week's guest, we have DECA millionaire Jim Stovall, who's also a movie producer and an author of over 30 books. Stay tuned next week. For tuning into our show, you can hear the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until next week's show, be sure to take action and create your own success. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.